Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Kids, ladies, man types, and to all others who fall under that magnificent rainbow, welcome to Mirths and Monsters. In this edition, we have taken the rather sensible step of not going to chat with creatures who see us as a snack, like what happened in the dinosaur episode. Bad T-Rex, naughty. We are, however going to follow a day in the life of one of the, in theory, less terrifying but very important creatures in any form of war. And CK will tell you all about it. On with the pod. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome once again to Mirths and Monsters. I am CK. Your convivial, your convivial, let me just check Google and thesaurus, your friendly, lively, and enjoyable host. I am very excited by the subject matter of this episode because it's not a cryptid as such, nor a ghost, demon, god, or devil. It is a creature that we actually welcome into our homes at night. One who exchanges cash for calcium, moolah for molars, checks for chompers, bounty for bicuspids. You get the idea. We're going to be talking about the Tooth Fairy. Now, it's that time again. It's time to grab those learning hats because, whoo mama, have we got some things to cover. I've got mine here. No, honestly, I do. I knew I would be needing it, so I even slept with it on my noggin, and I attached that to a piece of string that I then tied around my wrist. So if there was any form of shenanigans or goings on, then it would wake me up. So it is still up there. Let me just adjust it, though. It must have shifted in my sleep. Meow, 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 meow. I'm sleeping under here, puny mortal. Ray, how did you get under there without me noticing? Ray always finds a way, puny mortal. 
You're a terrifying creature, wee one. Aww. Thank you, puny mortal. Okay, well, you sleep away, but I'm about to do some learning knowledge with the Marthers, if that's acceptable. Of course. Learning is always acceptable, especially for the puny Marthers. Grand. Well, let me just pop this hat back over you, and we can get started. Night-night. Night-night, puny Marthers. <laughs> So, Merthers, what do you picture when you think of the Tooth Fairy? A wee Tinkerbell-style character? Rock the Dwayne Johnson from the film, The Tooth Fairy? How many of you went back to the 10th century amongst the Norse people? And if you did, bonus points to you. Now, we need to mention a couple of things as to how this was known. In the 13th century BC, that's a huge amount of brown chickens ago, there were two collections written about Icelandic history and Norse tradition. One is known as the Prose Edda, and the other is the Poetic Edda. Now, if Karina, my Norwegian friend, is listening, I do apologise for the pronunciation. I have had a wee delve into these, and... To be blunt, it's very easy to get sucked into a time portal of wonder. However, this is not the time for discussing these, other than it was in one of these collections that we learn about the Tandfey. This translates to Toothfee. There's been a long, very long association with teeth and magic and power, which in itself is a fascinating subject. Okay, I admit, if you're not a fan of toothy pegs, it may not be the subject for you. What you could do is read the Terry Pratchett book, Hogfather, which has that idea as part of the story and is a lot more fun. But back to the 10th century. So here's what would happen. As teeth were seen as powerful and protective to the wearer, Vikings would pay the child who had lost the tooth, tooth fee and would wear it in battle on a necklace around their neck. Which sounds icky, but at least the tooth came out naturally. From there, we move ahead to the Middle Ages. And it's the Middle Ages! So obviously everything was a lot more advanced than the teeth of children being worn in battle, right? A legend has it that Europeans in the Middle Ages believed a witch could curse someone by using their teeth. Ah, well... Never mind, Middle Ages. Let's continue. People thought that a witch could curse someone by using their teeth, so they knew it was important to dispose of baby teeth correctly. Teeth were swallowed or buried or burned. Sometimes baby teeth were even left for rodents to eat. Despite being pests, rodents were valued for their strong teeth. It was generally believed a tooth fed to a rodent would lead to the development of a healthy and strong adult tooth. Now this may sound a little unusual, but it could be connected to the fact that rodents' teeth never stop growing their whole lives. Now if you're a fan of rodents, this next section is for you. Because we have another section of tooth fairiness involving rats and mice. So while I've been talking about the Tooth Fairy, how many of you pictured a wee mouse? A wee French mouse? If you did, then you are familiar with La Bonne Petite Souris. 
Now, please forgive my pronunciation again. The only French I actually know is baguette, tour de France, and lesange is sous la branche. Thank you, Eddie Izzard. But, oui, the first tales of what we now know as the Tooth Fairy involve mice. La bonne petite souris, which translates to the good little mouse. This was a story written back in the 17th century by Baroness Duornoy. It tells the story of a fairy who turns into a mouse and to aid the queen in her fight against the evil king, hides under the king's pillow and, you know, steals his teeth. And this defeats the king and his evil ways because he can't chew his food anymore? I'm not entirely sure. The mouse's tooth fairy idea may not be a surprise to those of you from Spain or South America. El ratoncito Perez, or raton Perez, which translates to Perez Mouse or Perez the Mouse, has been around in Spanish and Hispanic American cultures since around 1894, originating from Madrid. And again, I apologise for my pronunciation. But, much like in some English-speaking countries, when a child loses a tooth, you would pop it under the pillow and... With any luck, you would wake up to a bit of cash. Ratoncito Perez will exchange it for a gift. Now, he is known as Ratoncito Perez in Spanish-seeking countries, with the exception of some regions of Mexico, Guatemala, Peru and Chile, where he is called El Raton de los Dientes, the Tooth Mouse. And in Argentina, Venezuela, Uruguay and Colombia, he is known simply as El Raton Perez. Want to know more? Then you could visit the Ratoncito Perez Museum in Madrid. The more modern idea of a tooth fairy can be sort of linked to Walt Disney and the increase of the popularity of fairies in general. Less rodenty, more wingy. But what are they up to in the present day? Well, in part two, what I'll have for you is a day in the life of one such tooth fairy. I reached out to one that I know, and I asked if they would be willing to record what they did for a day and share it with us. They absolutely agreed, as long as I changed their identity and their voice, which is 100% understandable. So, my lovely Marthers, in part two, I will bring to you a day in the life of Arthur Dentcher. Till we speak again, my friends. Slancha, your good health. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.